0: Merry Christmas everyone, whether you are in this room or joining us online, we are so glad that you are here today. The childhood soundtrack for Christmas for my life is 100% Amy Grant. If you were to start singing any one of her Christmas songs from any of her albums, I probably could join you word for word because that was absolutely the soundtrack of my childhood Christmas. And she sings this one song. You probably know it. It's Grown Up Christmas List, where she's just talking about as we grow up, we still have a Christmas list. We have wishes and hopes and dreams, but they change as we grow and so she talks about her as being you know no more lives torn apart and that wars would never start and that time would heal all hearts you probably know it right and everyone would have a friend and right would always win and love would never end i have a grown up christmas list i have a wish top of my wish for you tonight is that christ might be born again in your heart and in your home this Christmas. My Christmas list wish for you would be that you would come to know Jesus as the Good Shepherd, like we see in our stained glass, that you would know what it's like to be under the care of a Good Shepherd. In the passage that Lila just read for us, we see that the good news of Jesus' birth first came to shepherds. They were the first ones to hear. And this is fitting because Jesus grew up and said he would be the Good Shepherd. To the human race and the reason I think this is important is because people often tend to think of God as like far off distant far away out there somewhere people tend to think of religion as like doctrine you're supposed to believe or a set of rules that you're supposed to behave and follow but God is a person and we know what God is like by looking at Jesus And God wants a relationship with you. And that's what I want to talk about just for a few minutes this afternoon. We're going to talk about sheep and shepherds and belief. First of all, sheep, you know, the relationship that Jesus would use to talk about how God wants to relate and care for you and I is the way a shepherd cares for his sheep. In fact, the Bible talks about sheep more than any other animal. So the scriptures uh, mention cattle 113 times, mention dogs 41 times, mention eagles 26 times. Do you want to take a guess at how many times the Bible mentions house cats? (laughs) Zero. Zero times. I don't love that, but that's true. So sheep and shepherds, though, are mentioned almost 500 times In the ancient scriptures. And I think that's because they tell us something real deep about the human condition. Because sheep need a shepherd. Sheep need guidance. Sheep tend to make bad decisions. And we are all kind of that way. This is why the prophet Isaiah said this. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We're just that way few years ago in Turkey, there was a group of sheep, and the shepherd wasn't around, and the lead sheep went and went over a cliff, and do you want to know what all the rest of the other sheep did? I mean, you would think that one of them would be like, huh, they're all going over, and nobody's coming back. Like, maybe I should pause. Maybe I should reflect for a moment. Maybe I should consider, but sheep are not that way. Sheep are like, well, Sally did it, and, you know, Charlie did it, and Susie did it, and Tim did it, and so I will go ahead and do it, too, and we can be that way, too. You know, living overstressed, overstimulated, distracted, isolated, exhausted, no margin, no meaning, like everybody else is doing it. Be a slave to technology, be a slave to the God of more and more and more, bowing down to that, being a slave to what other people think, being addicted to my phone. Everybody else is doing it. Flirting with an addiction that I know harms me, that I know is harming my life, neglecting God, neglecting community, neglecting what matters most. I'll walk right off that cliff. Because sheep need a shepherd. And when Jesus came, he knew all of this about us. He knew what was most common to being human, and his impulse towards this reality was not condemnation. His impulse was compassion. So we're told that when Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. So can we just talk about shepherds for a minute? Everybody needs a shepherd. It, it wounds our pride, but it's true. Everybody needs a shepherd, And the thing is, is your shepherd is whomever or whatever you are turning to and trusting your life to. So your shepherd is whoever or whatever you are counting on to take care of you, watch out for you, make your life worthwhile, guide you. And if you are honest, you might say, yeah, my job is kind of my shepherd or my 401k is kind of my shepherd or my investments, or what other people think about me is kind of my shepherd. Or maybe it's alcohol, or a relationship, or a success. But here's the thing, we all have one. And I hope you will choose your shepherd very wisely. Because when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and you will, your money, and your success, and your job cannot and will not shepherd you there. And here's some good news. You and I can have Jesus as our good shepherd. And at Christmas, we remember God came in the person of Christ to be with us. Jesus would say of himself, I am the good shepherd. Now, you can think of, like, hospitals and schools. You can think of churches that are called the good shepherd. That's where this comes from. When Jesus said this, this is where that title comes from. Jesus is the good shepherd. He wants to, longs to care for you and I, to watch over us, to guide us, to give us care, to be our ever-present friend. Now, that doesn't mean that when you follow Jesus, you won't have any problems. It means that whatever you face, you will hold the hand of the one whose love for you knows no limits. Now you will have an ever-present guide and friend in whatever it is that you face. Jesus talks about this relationship he longs to have with people, with you and with I, in the most personal way. He says this, the sheep listen to the shepherd's voice. Like he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Just like sheep know the voice of their shepherd, you and I can know, can come to know the voice of God in our lives. You can learn to know the voice of God. You know, if you visit a sheep ranch and you see the shepherd, you will know that the shepherd actually names the sheep. Because when you love an animal, that's what you do, like with your pets at home. You probably do not say like, hey, you, you probably have a name for them. When you love an animal, that is is how you are with them. When Jesus says this, he is saying, God longs to know your name. Like, it's not just God so loved the world. It is also God so loved Zach. God so loved Corbett. God so loved Anne. It's also you, you specifically, You, with all your personality and quirks, you know, whether you're introvert or extrovert or coordinated or clumsy or a thinker or a feeler, a seeker or a skeptic, whether you are prone to be anxious or addicted or filled with stress and anxiety, here's the thing. God is not neutral about you. God is not distant from you. God is very fond of you and actually is closer than your very next breath. God is absolutely crazy about you, can't stop thinking about you, and God loves you because God made you. Now, how much does God love you? Jesus says it like this, I am the good shepherd, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. That's how much. Jesus did that for all of humanity. Died on a cross to show the extent of his love so that you and I might have a way to be free, of sin and shame, have a fresh start, have the hope of the resurrection. Now, I realize Christmas Eve, like, you may be here, and you may be thinking, like, I'm not a very religious person. Um, You should know God cares about you just the same. Maybe you're here just because you kind of wanted to cooperate with the family plans for Christmas Eve. And if you would say today, like, yeah, um, nice to be here, but I don't believe any of this, I wonder if we could just for a minute talk about belief. Because the more I live and and know people, the more I see belief, it's not a static thing. Belief is not something like you have it or you don't have it. Belief is not a box that you check. Belief is actually more like a capacity inside you. And it ebbs and it flows. And it can develop and it can grow and it can dwindle and it can decay Some of you at this very moment are growing in your capacity to believe. One of the things I'm always amazed by when I read the journals and writings of great saints, I mean, people like Mother Teresa, the thing that always stands out to me is just how much the great saints doubted. How often they would say of themselves that they didn't believe. When you talk to Hebrew scholars, this is one of the things we learn in the Hebrew scriptures. The Hebrew scriptures speak of belief in a different way than we often do. It's not so much something that you have or don't have. It's more like you have in you the capacity to believe. Belief is the inner space inside you that is becoming capable of holding people and ideas We're not born with the capacity to believe. The capacity to believe is nurtured over time in life-giving and life-affirming relationships. It's nurtured in community. Because to believe means to hold dear. To believe means to trust in gladly and willingly. It's to hold as beloved. And maybe you're one of the sheep who would be like, I don't really believe. I've been to church a few times. I don't really like it. I don't really think I belong in this pen. (laughs) Can I tell you a secret? Sometimes I don't really like it, and sometimes I don't think I belong in this pen, and I am a pastor, so. (laughs) But here is one thing I will say. My capacity for belief has been nurtured over time within the life-giving relationships of this community and others. I mean, this place, these people, and many more, have helped me to, to see, to hold dear, have helped me to trust in what is most eternal, what is most important. If you want to nurture your capacity to believe, you can find a little flock. You can find a little flock where you can bring your belief and your unbelief, where you can belong just as you are and come to know the voice of your good shepherd. Jesus actually spoke about how there are sheep in other pens. In John 10, he said this, I have sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. It's like Jesus is saying, there are other sheep. Gentiles, skeptics, atheists, scoffers. He's speaking about how God longs to be the shepherd of us all, to see one flock, the human flock, all included in the family of God. So this Christmas, I want to invite you, To make Jesus your shepherd. And here's how you do it. You put Christ in charge of your life. You ask him to forgive the ways that you have messed up. You tell him that from now on it's your desire, it's your intention to be under his care. And then you begin to talk to him every day. You get into a little flock. And if you do this, Jesus promises. He says, surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. You will be with God in this life and in the life to come. And that's what it means to make Jesus your good shepherd. And that is top of my list for a grown-up Christmas list this year. I pray that you would have Christ be born again in you, in your heart, and in your home. Would you pray with me? And if you want to, just take a minute right now to let Jesus know that you want him to be the shepherd of your life. God, we thank you that you sent Jesus, Emmanuel, God, with us to earth. We thank you that Jesus shows us what it looks like to be most human as you intended. And we thank you that you are the good shepherd, God, I pray for everybody who needs a good shepherd today. I pray that they will come to know and follow Jesus, in whose name we pray, amen.